So you had two children. You're a single mom. You weren't married, right? No. Okay. So then you were diagnosed with schizophrenia. You were schizophrenic. You have, um, there's a letter I sent you from her doctor that I'd like to put up to show that, because I asked Desiree, not that I didn't believe you, I did. I understand, so they say, that when you're diagnosed with a certain, certain mental illness, it's very hard to overcome it. So schizophrenia, you were diagnosed. It was a real diagnosis. How did you overcome it? What, was, what happened, Desiree? Well, I was institutionalized in the Miami Jackson Mental Hospital. And um, I was in and out for a couple of months. And they told my father that I was so, so messed up in my head that they put me on the section where 40-year-olds were. And I was only 19. I actually was taken into a Baker accident because I was out of control. And um, they also said to my father that they thought I would never be cured that for sure I would have to be under medications for the rest of my life. And they wanted him to keep me there for the rest of my life because they said I was a threat to myself as well as to society. But thankfully my father said that he was gonna take care of me and he was not gonna do that. And he signed an affidavit claiming total responsibility for if anything went wrong. And when he brought me home, I was lucky enough to find a Christian that took me to a Christian church where they liberated me from a legion of demons. And I clearly remember to this day, it was demonic. I had demons coming out of me from eight o'clock until four in the morning, and I'll never forget it. It changed my life forever. So did you know that you had demons in you before you went to the church? You know, because you knew you were diagnosed with a mental illness. Did you know you had these demons in you? I had a sense that there was a lot of evil, wicked spirits around me, but I didn't understand what was wrong with me at all because everybody was just telling me I was crazy. But the one person who brought me to the Lord, he was telling me, you, you're not crazy. What you have is demons. What you need is a liberation. And he's the one who took me to that church. So we're talking to Desiree. She's the subject of our new TV series on davidheavener.tv called Saving America, basically saving our children. Desiree, how did those demons get in you? Um, a lot of it has to do with generational curses. I realized my family's background is really dark, but I also was very inclined, I guess part of it because of my family, uh, uh, family tree, I was very inclined to looking at horror movies and to writing. I'm, I'm a writer. I love to write. I've been writing since I was 14 years old. And I used to write in journals and I became an automatic writer. And I now realize that that's actually demonic. I didn't know that back then. And I did very dark occultic things. And I know now that has to do a lot with why I got so possessed. Also the, the reason to why it developed the year that it did, it was because my mom was dying from cancer and I was taking care of her. And that was a really bad experience. It was three years of her that I saw her dying very slowly and suffering a lot. Yeah, so, so when you were, um, I don't like the word exercise. I don't like the exorcist. I don't, I don't agree with that, 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 uh, that, I don't... that approach. I, I believe in deliverance, okay? That's... And I know, I know you do too. Um, what was it like when the demons started coming out of you? Did you, do you remember? Absolutely. Were you there? Absolutely. They literally... First of all, my voice changed. It was no longer this voice. It, it sounded like a man and it sounded deep and very scary. 
Sometimes it sounded like it was more than one voice coming out at the same time. I screamed really loud and my pastors told me, because a lot of it I forgot to, that my screams were so loud they thought they were going to call the police because our church was a little church in a local where there was like a shopping center. So they thought we were going to get like interrupted because it sounded like somebody was killing me. I remember the, the demons, they were holding on to my womb as they were coming out and my womb was like torn up inside for months. It took me a while to get back to feeling my womb normal again. Okay. Like literally felt like something was like grabbing me from within side. Oh, and oh. they would put the oil because they anointed me with oil as they would pray for my life. I would feel burn in those areas where the oil would touch me. And I would try to punch the pastors and try to get them to stop. Wow. So someone must have identified those demons when you walked into the church because you, I'm sure you didn't go in there and go, hey, I'm demon possessed, but you cast them out of me. Somebody must have seen that. You know, who was the Holy Spirit, because my pastors were there. It was my first time in that little church. They had no idea who I was and they were not going to do any of that. They were in the middle of worship. And I just came in and I was so desperate. I felt the presence of God like I had never felt it in any other place. And I wanted to actually run out of the, the place because the demons within me were going crazy and I felt uncomfortable. But instead of leaving the place, I went to the altar and I threw myself on the altar on my knees. And I just told God, can you please set me free? I can't take this no more. And after I said that prayer, I started to scream. The pastors had to cancel the service, told everyone to leave. And all the people that stayed were the leaders, and they were there from 8 o'clock to 4 in the morning liberating me. Then is when they met who I was. They did not even know who I was. That's how my life happened. Wow. And at that point, the mental illness was gone. You well, were cured, right? I definitely, I was set free, and I no longer had voices inside of me talking because that was the problem I was having before that, which is why I told right. God set me free but i did have attacks of the enemy from outside of my 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 mind i remember i yeah. told them and they were threatening me saying bad things to me and then my pastor would pray and i i gotta say david a lot of credit goes to my pastors because they were very devoted people they did not have secular jobs they were full-time pastors and they took care of me like their child and they fasted for me and they spent a lot of time teaching me the word of God. And every single day they would place hands on me and pray for me. And gradually I got better until everything that I was suffering from went away. Wow. Okay, before we take a break real quick, do you believe that a lot of the people that are diagnosed with a mental illness, really it's because they're oppressed or possessed demonic? Unfortunately, I do. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, but I understand that a lot of the mental illnesses have, are rooted in the spirit, in the spirit world. Remember, the mind is the battlefield where the enemy attacks us. And when, uh, we, are sin, or when, when we are in sin or we practice sin or when we deal with things that are not holy, the enemy takes control of our minds like that. I can feel the evil. I can feel, it is so thick. You can feel the evil out there in the air. It's there. Yes, it's demonic. There is an absolute attack on the American family. It's not the America that, um, that I remember 
or that I read about, it's a much different America. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't even call it America. And you know, the, in the Bible it says that, that a third of the angels fell with Satan. And I get in trouble when I say this. I feel if a third of the angels fell with Satan, they had to come down somewhere. Children are either left alone with really messed up people, strangers, or even family members, but that are not well in the head, and they get traumatized by either physical abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse, or sexual abuse. It is anti-life, anti-God, and anti-family. Just look around society today and you see it. Or they're completely alone with their TVs and their technology, getting fed pure violence, pure you know, evil thoughts, evil ideas, and nobody's there to guide them or to instruct them in righteous ways. I think they landed right in LA because what does Los Angeles mean? City of angels, okay? I believe the city of dark angels.